Hi, I'm Lee. Thanks so much for being here today. We want to acknowledge Jesus before we start. Thank you, Jesus. We acknowledge you, your presence, your teaching. We admire you and we honor your word. We honor your word. Teach us your truth. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. So Romans 6.23 says, The wages of sin is death, and the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. So there is a choice. The wages of, of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. And many people sin just because they think it's okay. You know, you hear people often say, I'm not perfect. And it's taught in many churches that it's natural to sin. We're not perfect. And, but, but Jesus said to be perfect, to grow in maturity. And really, when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, when he comes and lives on the inside of you, you are free from sin. He bore your sin for you. And so you have his power to live a sin-free life. In fact, you don't live the way you used to anymore. You live following after him, and he's not going to lead you in sin, but he's going to lead you in that perfection and that maturity to be like him. And so the first thing you have to know is that truth, that you aren't to walk in sin, and you are to press towards perfection. Matthew 5, 48, Jesus said, Be perfect like your father's perfect perfect. He said he's coming for a bride without spot or wrinkle. He said he's recreating us in his likeness to be like him. He said he only says and does what the Father would say and do. And so shouldn't we do that, right? Say and do what he would do. And so, you know, when you know him, you don't want a son. It doesn't even feel right anymore. But if you don't know him, you're going to think sin is okay. And as I said, sometimes you're just taught that. And other times you just have an opinion. You live by what you think and how you feel because you don't have that relationship with him. And so then you really have no other choice than to a lot of people say, well, that makes sense. That's common sense. But when you don't know him, that's how you're going to live. It seems practical. But when you do know him, what seems practical, how you feel, um, what makes sense, isn't, it doesn't matter anymore because you're following Jesus, because you've surrendered to him. And so the Bible says that um, we perish for lack of knowledge. And so if we're not going to the Word and getting the knowledge we need to even know that the wages of sin is death and the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, and by what the Word is saying, the wages of sin is death, which means that we won't have eternal life. Yes, everyone dies. We, we leave this body, but either we have eternal life with Christ Jesus or we don't. And so we're talking about that eternal life. And even here on the earth, you're, you're going you're gonna to walk in darkness. It's going to be as death when you sin. 
You don't have that hedge of protection around you. And so when you, when you ask Jesus, when you're born of the Spirit, when you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, you're going to have that knowing. You're going to have the Holy Spirit to help you. And he's going to nudge you not to sin. And, um, you know, like if you're doing something that is sin, he's going to nudge you. And lots of times, because we haven't grown up in our knowledge, we don't pay attention to the Word of God. We're not looking at it daily. We get confused. And so we don't want to sin, but we're sinning, and we can't stop. And we know we're not supposed to. And many times people sin, and they they try to quit, they try to quit, and they can't, and so they give up. But the thing is, because you have his power living on the inside of you, you actually have the power to not sin, to not do that thing that Jesus maybe asked you to do. And so, and if he asked you to do it, of course, he's going to empower you to do that. But as, as we don't know the word, we don't know that we can ask him, that we have that power in fact, when he nudges you not to do that thing that he's asking you not to do and you submit to that nudge by not doing it, that is his power. As soon as you decide, okay, I, I hear you, and you submit to that, you don't do it, that is his power to help you to not do it. But of course, the enemy is going to come and say, okay, go ahead, do it. It's okay. Just like in the garden. You can eat off the tree. It's all right. But when you decide that you're going to follow him, and when you feel that nudging, when you hear him say no, that is his power to help you to stop doing that sin. And so we do have the power within us to resist sin. And we all want to live with him forever. Most people do. So most people don't want to sin, but they're sinning because they think it's okay. They're human. It's only natural and God accepts our sin. They don't know that your sin has been already taken care of and all you have to do is believe. You know, for, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, whoever believes in him, will not perish, but have eternal life. And so when you believe in him, you're going to believe that you even have his power. And you're going to, you're going to look at the word every day and become like him. You're going to ask him to help you to, to do that. Jesus said, you can't do anything without me. And so sometimes we try in our own strength and we try and we try and we just can't. And so looking at the word and knowing the word and not trusting someone else's opinion or how you feel really cuts to the chase. You, you know what's true and, and what's not. Hosea says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge because they don't know any better. They, they, they think, they feel, they've been told that sin is okay. Everyone goes to heaven. God loves everyone. And there, there's, no, um, there's no limit. It's okay. 
everything's okay. No matter what I do, it's okay, because I asked Jesus to come live on the inside of me. When you ask Jesus to be your Lord, then you are to be like him and, and prepare to live with him. And the wages of sin is death. Is something most people don't even know the Bible says because they're living by hearsay. They're living by someone else's opinion. They're living by what they think and um, not making decisions that are based on the Word of God, but cloudy. It's like a cloudy thinking because you don't really know the truth. Because you don't look at the truth. Really, that's the bottom line. Most people just don't look at the Word of God. Even if they say that prayer and, you know, they felt His presence, Jesus' presence, um, when they said it, they, when you walk away from the Word of God and you walk away from those promptings, you're walking away from Jesus. You weren't meant to do it in your own strength. You have his power living on the inside of you to do his will. Jesus living on the inside of you is the truth that you can do what he said you can do. If he asks you to do it, you can do it. When I was growing up in this truth, God asked me to put something aside and I try to do it in my own strength. I, I try to do it. I really tried really hard. I couldn't do it. And I quit and I gave up. And then the consequence of that sin manifested in my life. It wasn't a good thing. And I didn't know then what I know now. I didn't know that I could have asked him for help. I didn't spend enough time in the Word of God. And so there was nothing he can do, he could do. Just like on that day when you stand before Jesus, not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven. But those who, you could say, don't sin. Those who do the will of my Father. And just like that day for me, when he said there was nothing he could do, because of the sin in my life. That's what he's going to say on that day. There's nothing I can do. It's too late. The wages of sin is death. You don't want that to happen to you. You don't want that to happen to you. And from that day forward, when I learned that truth, I started seeking him more and more and more. Learning, spending my time learning who he is. The wages of sin is death. Why would you want to live in eternal damnation? Why would you want to be thrown out into the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth? And I always like to say, if you're having a lot of problems in your life here, it's a no-brainer that you're living in sin and he can't do anything about it. You might be calling out, Lord, 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 and he's saying, the wages of sin is death. Get the sin out of your life. Follow me. Grab on to me. 
Reach for him. Don't just quit and give up because you can't do it in your own strength. But go ahead and ask him to help you. Help you because you can't do it without him. He said you can't do anything without me. So I just want to encourage you today. Don't don't even say, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm human. Um, and keep confessing that because... Jesus said, be perfect like your father is perfect. Grow up and be like him. Growing up is putting away those childish things that you used to do and grow up to be his bride without spot or wrinkle. Depend on him. Rely on him, not yourself. Not someone else. Not what you think. Not what someone else thinks. But on Jesus And the, the eternal life that you're looking for is in him. You can spend eternity with him if you decide you're not going to sin, if you're going to do his will. On that day when he says to many, away from me, I never knew you, that is not what he wants to do. But you don't give him any choice. So the first thing you need to do is look at the word every day and agree with it and press towards that perfection. Be like him. Be like him. Follow him. Don't follow someone else or what someone else is doing. Follow him. Be like him if you want to live with him. Press towards perfection. Say what he would say. Do what he would do. Look at the word. Ask him to help you to do the word. Let him teach you how to draw from his strength, his power on the inside of you. Submit, surrender. Really, that's all there is to it. Just surrender to him. Ask him for his help. Don't try to do it yourself. If he's asking you to quit smoking and you've tried and you've tried and you tried and you quit, you just forget it. Or maybe you did quit and you went back to it. What you've done really is you haven't noticed him help you. That nudge, that nudge is his power saying, here I am. You can do it. And then you just do it because you want to do his will. And he's going to ask you to quit smoking because it's not good for you. You won't be healthy. He has work for you to do. He needs you strong and fit and healthy to do his work. And so submit to him. And know the enemy's going to come and tell you the opposed. Go ahead, smoke. Go ahead, do that. It doesn't matter. The wages of sin is death. And the enemy wants to take you out. So he's going to encourage you and your son. He's a liar. You can't trust him. Not everyone goes to heaven. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. Get knowledge. Go to the word and get knowledge. 
don't do what makes sense or what somebody else is doing. It's not worth your eternal life with Jesus. It's not worth taking a chance. So let's let's acknowledge him. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for your word today. We acknowledge you in your way. We honor you. We honor you. We praise you. And we want to be like you. We want to grow into that perfection that you're calling us to. Resisting sin. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. Thank you, Jesus. So good. He's so in love with you. Now submit to him. He only wants to give you good, eternal life in Christ Jesus, happiness right here on the earth. I have come that you may have life, have it to the full until it overflows. Let him give you that life. Resist the poison, resist sun. And You'll have him right there to take care of you all the time. He's so good. He's so in love with you. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.